Hello and welcome back to my Built to Thrive podcast. Of course, yesterday I talked about religion and how we can use religious practices to improve our own happiness, whether we follow a faith or not. And today I'm going to be looking at two key religious teaching, those of gratitude and forgiveness. Gratitude can have an incredibly powerful impact on our mental well-being, but it doesn't always come naturally to us. And it's not really our fault. Think about it on an evolutionary level. In the past, we needed to know much more about the negative than the positive. The negative had the potential to harm us or even kill us, right? A predator approaching, a conflict, whatever it is, that was what was really important for us to know rather than what was going well in our life. But the problem these days is that many of us, of course, not all of us, but many of us live relatively safe lives. And therefore, that hardwired programming can often work against us. And, you know, anyone who works in the consumer industry will know that customers are far more likely to tell others about a negative experience than a positive one. And all this negativity really is not good for our core happiness. The thing about gratitude is it's the perfect antidote for negativity. It can help reduce anxiety, depression, less stress. It can help us sleep better. Right? And there's all kinds of scientific experiments that have proven this. One that I really like was done by Professor Nick Epley at the University of Chicago. And basically, he would ask his students to write a letter of gratitude to someone who has helped them at some point in their life and send it. And the remarkable thing is, is that not only do they feel better when they send that letter, they feel more content and happier. The person who receives the letter also feels really, really good. So why don't you have a think about someone who you might want to send a gratitude letter to and why? It could be someone who did a good deed for you recently or something from years ago. You know, don't be scared. You know, last week we were talking about massless conversations. It's okay. People are going to like it. Was there someone who helped you move flats in your 20s or helped you with a job application 10 years ago and you never really said thank you? You could write a letter to them. You can even send them a text straight after this episode you will feel better and happier, and they will feel better and happier as well. Now, there's all kinds of gratitude practices that you could practice. We did a whole week on gratitude a few months ago on Built to Thrive, so you can always go and look up those episodes if this is something you're really interested in. The key thing is, though, whatever gratitude practice you choose to do, it's going to improve your core happiness. It strengthens all three legs of that core happiness tool, and the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Now let's turn our attention to forgiveness, which is another practice that many religions prioritize. And I think forgiveness absolutely has the power to make us all feel happier. Some of you might have heard of something called the Forgiveness Project. If you haven't, I'd really urge you to look them up. It's a UK charity, and it was started 18 years ago by a journalist called Marina Cantacuzino. Through her work, she met people who had encountered horrific trauma and injustice, a theme that kept emerging is that they weren't looking for vengeance. Instead, they wanted to explore forgiveness and reconciliation. Now, their website features stories of people who managed to forgive and find peace despite terrible wrongdoing. Now, a common misunderstanding with the idea of forgiveness is that it demonstrates a weakness because it lets the perpetrator off the hook. But forgiveness is not really about the other person. It's about you. It's about letting go of the anger and resentment that you feel. I don't know who it was who said this, but that's a common phrase about forgiveness. Not being able to forgive is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. 
It doesn't mean what was done to you was right. But if you hold on to that emotion and that anger and the resentment, it will eat you up inside. There's many different ways that you can start off trying to practice forgiveness. You know, we've spoken about this before on Built to Thrive. I've written about it in my third book, Feel Better in Five, and my current brand new one called Happy Minds, Happy Life. And actually getting into specific practices is probably beyond the scope of today's podcast. But just to finish off today, why don't you have a think about one person you might want to express gratitude to, and one person you might want to start along the path of forgiving. Even putting your intention there and the awareness there is a really, really important step that ultimately will lead to so many benefits in your own life. Thank you so much for listening today. Tomorrow, we're going to be turning our attention to kindness. I'll see you then.